0: Coming to you from that once-forgotten artery that pulses through the center of the continental United States and into the heart of the Ozarks, Grace Matthews. Looking in from the northern border, our Canadian friend, along with his countrymen, feeling the effects of U.S. political issues, Connor Murphy. Welcome to Dueling Dialogues, episode 193. I'm Connor Murphy, here with Grace Matthews. Hi, Grace, how you doing?
1: Well, I'm pretty mad as hell.
0: Yeah, I figured you would be.
1: I mean, this impeachment thing is, is just, we're just jumping right into it here. But they voted to continue this charade. And the reason I call it a charade is because even if the president is guilty, or you think he's guilty, right. of you know holding this money over you the Ukraine's head and I, I, I want to interject that I don't think we have any proof that he did right if you're going by the transcript it's just not there you know um, he uses the term do me a favor a lot
0: yeah and, uh, and we're,
1: and we're talking about looking into Biden's um, Withholding a uh, 1.5 billion dollars and um, letting the guy go that was in charge of the company Hunter Biden was was um, getting money from in the Ukraine. Right, right. as like a board member um,
0: right.
1: for energy. And so now, now, what's he know about energy? Nobody's nobody's found out. <laughs> I, I think the basically the thing is his last name is Biden
0: right exactly
1: okay so it wouldn't even be in question if Biden was not running for president okay that's the only little tiny little thing I hate to use the word thing that the Democrats really have on the president right okay now you gotta remember they were they were belly aching like crazy a year ago that Trump was not properly looking into the election fraud from 2016 right okay now he decides to and they want to impeach his ass
0: Well, uh, you know, if he does get impeached, what's that going to do to his campaign?
1: Well, as long as the Senate doesn't pass it, it's only going to help him.
0: Right, okay.
1: I, I, I mean, it really is, and I'll tell you why. Because today, when they pass to continue this charade, and they can, I understand they can, but just because you can do something doesn't really necessarily mean you should. Right. I, you know, I can run around my house naked. At 56, I should not do that.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. You
1: know, so you, you just don't do everything you can do, okay? So the minute they did that, the stock market tanks, and the economy will start being very, very nervous, okay? Okay. By the time the election rolls on, there the people are going to be saying, if you did this to the president, if you did this to the economy, you better have a damn good reason. Him looking into Joe Biden is probably not a very good reason. And I'll tell you why, because who really believes Joe Biden is going to be
0: president? the yeah.
1: president's opponent? Yeah. I mean, first of all, he's got dementia kind of pretty bad. I say kind of pretty bad because some days is a little better than others. I mean, if you've ever had anybody in your family that has dementia, they have good days, they have bad days. Okay. That's Joe Biden. Joe Biden was having bad days before he ever entered the realm of dementia. Right. I mean, think about the gas. Think about also how Joe Biden has pulled out of the presidential run three times before. One, because he plagiarized. <laughs> Yeah. So come on. Did, in, did, the, did the president or any Republican believe that Joe Biden was actually the opponent?
0: Good, good point. I the never thought of it that, thing that
1: way. makes this peach mark possible is that Joe Biden was a potential in the eyes of the Democrats opponent to the president in the twenty twenty rich. And yeah. I say bull, 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 bull. He was never gonna be. Okay? He can you can tell me all day long the polls say that he's the front runner. First of all, I don't believe a poll. You know, we've had now since Al Gore reared against George Bush, the polls have not been right. Exactly. Okay, they were horribly wrong in 2016.
0: Same here in Canada.
1: Okay, yeah. Look, it just happened in Canada. Yeah. Everybody believed that Trudeau was going to get his ass handed to him. Yeah. And he didn't.
0: And, well, I mean, the majority uh, popular vote, I think, was 8% um, in favor of the conservatives and Andrew Scheer being prime minister. So more people voted for his opponent, yet he still got in.
1: Right. Which is kind of like our electoral college, which I guarantee you, if this impeachment hearings start messing with the economy, we're going to say it better be like he murdered somebody. All right. You better have that in your secret hearings. Yeah, because um, if you don't, it's not worth it.
0: I, I still don't even understand what exactly is impeachable here in that conversation. Just
1: the fact that Biden is his his opponent in twenty twenty, and my I'm saying he's not really his twenty twenty opponent. Right. I mean, yes, there's that minu teeny tiny chance he could be, but you know. I, you've got a better chance right now of Tulsi Gabbard.
0: Yeah, I think so.
1: You know, and actually, you know, that wouldn't be so bad. Um, at least I wouldn't be so scared for her to win. Right. You know, I am scared of just about everybody else. She's a moderate, at least. You know, these these crazy socialists are are, are scaring me. The, you know, I, I always did believe that eventually, you know, America would get a migraine and go socialist. I kind of thought it would be after I was dead. Okay, I didn't think I was going to live. I I thought it would be way off in the future that my kids might have to deal with it, but I wasn't going to. Right. Um, Wow, things can happen pretty fast. However, this is ridiculous. It is absolutely ridiculous and these secret uh, meetings where they're not letting the Republicans in um, they um, are, today the vote was supposed to um, be a more mainstream rules and come to find out they're going to leave it in the intelligence committee so nothing's going to change for another round wow. the president okay. cannot defend himself the republicans are for the most not part not present they can only read transcripts in front of a democrat they can't <laughs> call their own witnesses I mean This is, um, you know, this is like a Russian regime. And leading up to this, Connor, Nancy and company, they were changing the rules so that they could do it this way.
0: Wow.
1: What part of that doesn't bother anybody?
0: Wow. Sounds exactly like Trudeau.
1: And then I heard somebody say, well... (laughs) Elections have consequences. Yeah, but you don't think that they're dishonest enough that they they go in secret, change the rules to make the uh, the other party, the minority party, insignificant and, w- and without any ability to govern. Right. right. Or or put any input. I guarantee you, Republicans would never do that, and they're not saints. Okay. I'm not saying conservatives, and we got a lot of conservatives that are part of the deep state, but they would never go that low. You know, Mitt Romney is about, you know, like something I stepped on in the yard to me. (laughs) But I don't even think he would go that low. As to change the rules, so that you absolutely eliminated the power of nearly half of the House.
0: Yeah, I don't uh, understand how they got away with that.
1: Well, they can. But as I said before, not everything you can do should you do. Wow. And and that's what we've got here. By yesterday, the Fed lowers interest rates. The stock market goes crazy. Housing rates started, you know, the dealership, you know, that we're associated with. I mean, people started running in there yesterday. I mean, it was rainy, cold, the coldest day. I think we broke records last night. So, yesterday afternoon. It's that cold, before Halloween. And people are like, oh my gosh, the interest rates, the stock market looks good, and what happens today? They vote on this impeachment thing to keep it going, keep it running.
0: Wow. Isn't it going to come out what Biden has done with his son?
1: It's still going to come out. He's not going to be the opponent. I I mean, you know, even the people that think that he should have left Biden alone, nobody trusts Biden. The only person that ever kind of sort of trusted Biden is Obama. Right. And Obama doesn't trust him now. (laughs) And in fact, if you kind of look at things closely and you you try to step back, maybe pretend like you're a Canadian looking in. Right. And you're not so close, and I don't mean that negatively, you kind of see that, was Biden like that fall guy that, you know?
0: That guy
1: you make do the dirty work, so if something goes wrong, he's the one that falls.
0: Yeah, yeah, that, that, it, it's exactly what was on my mind. I I totally believe that, that, boom, they're going to sacrifice him. He's the sacrificial lamb this election. Yeah, it
1: always was, and always was to Obama. I guess so. And um, that's one thing the hammer brought up to me. He said that's all he ever was to Obama. Because if you look, when there was a deal to be made, an international deal to be made with a country that was has hair on it you know you hear these guys go this deal has hair on it right uh, who did he always seem to do it
0: yeah good cool, yeah. Biden. yeah exactly
1: you know and good I, point. i'm not seeing that other presidents so have no, not done that before it's not usually necessarily their vice president but they always got one right uh, the fall guy uh, the potential fall guy, the village idiot or something, you know? Yeah. The guy that thinks you're trusting in him and you're just laughing on the other side going, no, no. I'm throwing you in a mud puddle, you dumbass, you know? Uh, and I think that's Biden. I, I think that yeah, was the it makes relationship total relationship with Obama. I, I really do. And... Um, it's a sad day in America. It, it's almost impossible to listen to.
0: Yeah, I, I basically I haven't checked out too much about what is happening out there, but I can imagine that the people with uh, derangement syndrome are going crazy right now. You
1: know, the derangement sy- syndrome is just... I... It is just phenomenal. I mean, at first it was kind of a joke. I mean, you were really fascinated with it. Remember back when right. we first started talking about it? And, I don't know. We, I know one of the pictures we had was a guy in straight jacket, you know, and it, it was funny. Right. And now, can you even make fun of it? It's so serious. No. I, 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 I mean, I've lost the ability to be able to make fun of it. And... Because these people, they have lost sight of everything. They have lost sight of the country. I mean, there are checks and balances in place. You can have an idiot president. And I, believe me, I'm not saying he's an idiot. I'm just saying they shouldn't be so worried about this. All right. That's why we have three branches of government.
0: Well, there's Canadians with it. There's a lot of Canadians with it because I have them on my uh, social media feeds. And,
1: uh, what the hell is up with that? It's like when they say Trump is a racist.
0: Yeah, well, you know, what? So exactly the same thing happened here with this last election. Uh, the, Andrew Shear, the competitor, was, was basically uh, branded a racist and anti-gay and all these other things where... There was no evidence.
1: Yeah, I mean, how can you just say that about somebody and not have any evidence? Uh,
0: if you, you know, say and, it and again and, and people again.
1: that know him, yeah, it becomes a perceived truth. And the perceived truth takes on a life of its own. It's very, very dangerous, and that's why there are many, uh, I don't know, quasi-prophets in the past, and, and even... To, to some extent, our forefathers. Right. They said, no, no one will take us on, and, and destroy our society. We will do it to ourselves. Right. But Trump derangement syndrome is like I don't know if you've ever been around somebody that truly is mentally ill, where they just sort of eat themselves alive. <laughs> I mean, they, they they just they they imagine things they take things out of context to the point that they they are their own worst enemy.
0: Yeah, because it, re, I mean, the outside world is looking at them going, are you serious? Like, yeah. really? You and, know?"
1: And, and the, yeah, it's where you kind of squinting your eyes and looking at them and going, huh? You know? And Trump derangement syndrome is much like that. They are sort of eating themselves alive. and and politically, I think they really are. I don't don't really care what these polls say. I mean, people are out there, and even people that go, okay, it's okay for them to do the inquiry, if they actually try to impeach him for something so minor, as saying, you know, look into Biden and his son.
0: Yeah, Yeah. Are
1: you kidding me? Yeah. And a lot of people think that when we hand over billions of dollars to these countries, that maybe they ought to do a little something for us. And why is that so wrong?
0: Well, uh, that's just a little something. Look into it. Big deal. What yeah. about what, what about what Biden did?
1: If I give... I, exactly. But also, if you give so many money, don't you... I, I, I mean, I guess if you give, but who really gives money away for no reason? You want something in
0: exchange. Trudeau.
1: You know? <laughs> he just likes writing checks. He likes seeing a signature at the bottom oh, of yeah. that check. You know, um, but he wants something out of it too. You know, it, it it's kind of like when you're charitable. They go, "Oh, well, you are being so nice to these people." No, I mean, really, what we're doing is making ourselves feel better about ourselves. Right. right? I mean, yeah, we're nice. I mean, nice is nice, but. From a psychological standpoint, you're really doing it so you feel either less guilty about what you have and what the other people don't have, or you just want to feel good about yourself because you did something good. Right. You now it might be that simple, you know? And, and then there are times you say, you know, I'm going to give you this money. Why don't you give me a haircut? Or, you know, give me some info on Biden. You know, right. that's not so bad. We are, you know, a a capitalistic society. You do something, I give you money.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: Okay? It's it's simple. You know, if we start just handing out money and nobody does anything for return, what you know, there's gonna be garbage in those streets.
0: Yeah, there will be.
1: That's just one of the first thing that'll happen. i will be like California. There's garbage and poo poo and pee pee and heroin <laughs> and you know I mean it'll be like that everywhere and and you guys and some of your cities have similar problems you know
0: yeah um, pretty much
1: you've got so, uh, so many homeless people and you got people that have just shut down yeah you know, we, we have an extraordinary amount of people that have just quit being anything but nothing, you know, like a drug addict or they're just sitting around, you know, on the streets trying to survive. Um, I mean, and when I say trying to survive, minimalistically.
0: Right, right.
1: And, and, and at the end of the day, on the other side of the coin, we're all just a couple of bad issues away from that.
0: Exactly. Yeah, a couple yeah. paychecks away from poverty, total homelessness.
1: Exactly. So, um, we got real problems. We've got real problems. I, I do believe that we are already in a civil war. I would call it a cold civil war. I mean, uh, however, when I look on the TV at times and on the Internet, I, I, I see people out there getting physically dangerous and hurting people. right. And um, So when I say a cold civil war, um, it it breaks out of the coldness every now and then.
0: Right. And, you know, uh, most of those things that you're seeing on TV, the violence is created by Antifa, which still hasn't been branded as a terrorist organization.
1: Well, and still gets a lot of funding from George Soros, who we're going to be back talking about next week. Uh, George Soros and OFA. Right, which is still basically ran by Obama Obama. so if anybody thinks the Obama years were utopia for racism you're wrong right wrong, absolutely wrong it set the stage for this what's going on right now, Trump did not Trump is not a racist he has done more for minorities than any president ever the numbers are out there, and to say anything else is just a flat lie. And, and um, it's a lie to fit. I understand some Trump derangement syndrome agenda, but it, it really amazes me. And you know that um, you know they always say that mental illness and cults you know, they defy intelligence. So you can have very intelligent people um, that fall victim to things like cults and groupthink and and idealism, and that's what you got going on right now because you've got some of the major, you know, brilliant minds of our country have fallen into this. And they're absolutely, they don't realize it. They are controlled, not by Trump, but by an idealism.
0: Yeah, and, and mostly virtuistic as well.
1: Absolutely. It just has no basis. As somebody said the other day, um, this hill, uh, this congresswoman that was... You know, having sexual relations with one of her boy financial assistants and then one of her girl um, interns or something, and that violates congressional law. So she wow. had to step aside. And yesterday, everybody goes, Well, and we let Trump get away with Stormy Daniels. Was Stormy Daniels his intern?
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Okay. She was a perfectly willing soul. She never said anything about that. I have not heard anybody come forward, except one crazy woman, and she didn't say that. She just said it grabbed her, that says that Trump forced them to have sex. Right. Okay? Or in, in some way raped them, in some way you know, they, they've said, you know, they had sex with him and he was married and all that. And, you know, if you're his wife, that's a problem. Okay. I agree. But I'm not his wife.
0: Exactly. You
1: know? And his wife doesn't seem to mind all that much. That's her business. Maybe she minds behind closed doors. That's her business. Absolutely. You know, we don't know what their marital, marital arrangement is, you know, and it's really none of our business
0: exactly
1: I know people in this town that's got some pretty weird you know marital arrangements you know they're they're kind of like business agreements <laughs> and that's fine with me look at the Clintons yeah. could any marriage arrangement be more of a business type arrangement than the Clintons
0: no probably not
1: I mean you're telling me that they get all gooey and love and you know, have a little glass of wine on Friday night together.
0: Speaking of which, did you hear that um, the autopsy results from Epstein?
1: Yes, I heard that whole thing, and you're right. We should definitely mention that. You know, um, Michael Biden, who is the forensic guy of the century, I I mean, he truly is... um, he was the go-to guy for 50 years. Right. He says, there's three different bones broken that huh. point to homicide. I mean, you know, it's not, it's not impossible for one of those to be broken.
0: Right. But three?
1: He said in 50 years he's never seen one on a, on a suicide, broken in the neck, two by the thyroid, one on the side, okay? But all three, yeah. damn near impossible. He said over a 90% chance. And yeah. he said that's without me looking any further.
0: Well, I don't think anybody out there was shocked with those results.
1: Nobody was. because, And, and then you start, okay, so you've got the three boats. you got two guards. They both fall asleep on the same night at the same time.
0: Yeah, and the cameras aren't working really
1: cameras aren't working and where's the roommate she's supposed to have
0: yeah yeah plus i think this the the ceiling in there is only seven feet or something like that with nothing to hang off of so how do you even hang himself
1: well and here's something else biden pointed out bowden bowden Bowden, I thought you fair. said
0: Biden before, too, but I wasn't I sure. I did, I did. But, um, <laughs> Bowden, I, okay. Yeah, Bowden,
1: okay. He said that this orange bed sheet that he supposedly hung himself with, you know, that he kind of wove right. and tied together, I'm assuming. Um, he said, no, he checked it for DNA. He said, whoever made that, his DNA is all over that thing. Ah.
0: This
1: is the way you had to... Tie it, weave it, you know. Right. Make it work. Right. Um. Why would they overlook that?
0: Uh, good question.
1: You know, it, it, it would be impossible to make it without shedding some skin, getting a little sweat on it, getting a little slobber, I guess. You know, I don't know, whatever you do. You know, getting hair mixed so, in, I mean...
0: I have a question. Now that the coroner has said it's more likely a homicide, are they going to open up an investigation?
1: Guess what? New York said yesterday, no, not yet. They don't see that there's enough to do that.
0: Yeah, Uh, okay. That
1: statement came out from um, the New York coroner's office.
0: Right, okay.
1: Yeah, so, anyway... (laughs) <laughs> you know this is a this is a sad, ugly day,
0: yeah, um, it definitely for is
1: america and and when it's a sad, ugly day for America, it's always a sad, ugly day for the world because America is um you know um what happens in America affects everyone across the globe
0: well, I agree there.
1: Um, but I do want to bring up something good. You know, we talk about snowflakes. Right. Uh, we've raised a generation of snowflakes. You know, and I think it's a miss I think a lot of the millennials are snowflakes. I think others are very responsible and hardworking. But part of the reason is we took away in some of our literature that we read or the little children's books we read to kids. We, we sort of softened them and made them just happy. Right. And, and we want books to be happy. Um, you know, uh, there's a new book, a Line Out, in fact, um, I've written it, it's Oliver Doodle's Tales. Awesome. And they're certainly happy books, but they, they, you know, Oliver experiences things that aren't so pleasant. And he comes out on the other end because he learns what to do. The most scary thing for a child, and even an adult, is the unknown. Right. Okay, if somebody lays down on the floor and has a seizure, if you have never prepared yourself for that, you're gonna be very afraid of it, you're gonna be um, afraid to do anything, you're not gonna know what to do. Exactly. But if you've at least read it in a book, you're going to be less afraid. You're not necessarily gonna be get a medical degree. Right. But you're gonna be less afraid, you know? What does a kid do when they get lost? What does a kid do when, you know, they're they're short, they're too little. Right. They're too big. You know, I, I raised two kids that are six foot six, six foot eight. You <laughs> <Wow>. know, people <laughs> thought they were older than they were. So sometimes they would be treated like you should be acting better than this you know and, and, and I've got a kid that's five foot tall and he's four years old you know <laughs> yeah so um, and I've got really tall green dollars so um, these books sort of prepare children cool so awesome. uh, you know look for them on Amazon other retailers and um, I'm sure we'll be talking about them more
0: sounds great I can't wait to read one
1: well, you will be very soon because okay. I'm sending you some.
0: You, you that's free. awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you got to agree. That's a good deal.
1: Um, we don't always agree, but life's a journey. We're all in it together. Godspeed, Connor. Godspeed to all of our listeners out there. Thanks for listening.
0: Godspeed, Grace, and everyone, thanks for listening.